Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you. You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. Welcome to a very special episode of the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with your host, Dr. Morgan. I am so excited. I know I say that every time, but I genuinely am excited every time to talk with you all. Today's episode is going to be about exes. Two specific questions that I got. Um, I've been getting a lot of random DMs and questions about ex relationships. So it seemed fitting to talk about it today on the podcast. So the question, the question that I got was, how do you know if it's right to get back with your ex? And that question, how do you know if it's right to get back with your ex? If I think about the person asking that question, they're probably in some pain. They're feeling really unsure about their future because as humans, when we have uncertainty about our future, 
we focus on our past and we look for our past to get our needs met instead of focusing on our future. So that could be part of it. It could be that this person came back into their life and is swearing that they've changed, that they've grown, and that they all they can do is think about you and they really want to make it work this time. Um, it could be that the breakup was really recent. It's only been about a week or it's been less than three months. And there's this lingering feeling of, hey, maybe we both could show up and make it work. So there's all kinds of states of being that you could be in that would lead you to ask this question of how do you know if it's right to get back with your ex? So I want to give you a few guiding principles. I can't tell you what to do. Only you know what to do. But I want to give you a framework and some guiding principles. So Let's talk about it. All right. So number one, the number one thing I want you to think about is will we be able to overcome the reason why we broke up? So you'll hear some people say, don't get back together with your ex because the reason that you broke up, you'll just get there again. You'll end up in the same place. So that that first question is, will we be able to resolve the reason why it ended? And oftentimes, the reason why it ended, we saw the yellow flags, the red flags in the beginning, and then we ignored them. But we have to ask this question, hey, the reason why we broke up, and maybe there's a core reason, maybe there's a real foundational difference in how you see the world. Maybe there's a, a thing that makes it really hard for you to be compatible. But you have to look at that core reason why you broke up. You have to look at it and you have to say, has enough changed in our relationship dynamic? Have we worked on ourselves as individuals enough to come back to the relationship and work through this conflict differently this time? Because if the answer is no, you are simply delaying a second breakup. You will break up again. So you have to be willing to say, have we both changed enough as individuals? Have we taken the time away from the relationship to work on ourselves so that we could show up and we could co-create a different relationship dynamic this time? If the answer to that is no, we haven't grown, no, there's still this thing that's going to get in the way of our dynamic, it's best to wish the person all the best. I mean, the the reality is you could tell, you could communicate about what it is, right? But chances are if you breaking up didn't cause the person to then go work on themselves or really get clear on something and be willing to compromise or really um, get to a place of total ownership, taking ownership of their role in things. 
if the breakup didn't cause enough of a change so that the dynamic could be different, it is unlikely that you expressing your needs is going to cause that person to change. So I hope you followed me there. But the takeaway from this first point is you can, you can consider getting back together if you have both changed and that there's evidence that when your conflict does come up, that you can work through it differently this time. Another guiding principle is you don't want to be making this decision on the basis of being lonely. So you don't want the let's get back together decision to be based on, oh my gosh, there's no one else. I'm lonely, right? We don't want it to be based on scarcity mindset. So my point number two would be do not make this decision just based on scarcity mindset or a challenging emotion such as loneliness, pain, um, even mental health concerns. If you're going through depression or anxiety and you're thinking, well, I just need this person to make it easier. That's not a decision or sorry, that's not a reason to base this decision off of. So emotional, emotional need being met. And we think it would just be easier because our relationship with our ex was comfortable and we knew that they could meet that need. And our brain is saying, well, hey, go to this person to meet that need. But ultimately, if the relationship ended for a valid reason, it does not make sense to try to get your needs met from a place that's not going to be stable and, and healthy for you long term, right? So that would be the second guiding principle. And then my, my third guiding principle for you would be, can you show up in the relationship with commitment to making things work while at the same time having zero expectations that it has to work this time. So this is a really interesting mindset because we're saying two things. We're saying, hey, yeah, you're going to show up. You want to be committed. You want to put the work in. Because here's the thing. If you're getting back together with an ex, you're going to have to put in some work to do repair. The, the relationship ended, there's a need for repair. Okay, so we're already saying, hey, yeah, you're going to have to put some work in to this relationship. So the question is, do, do I feel I can show up and put in the work to create secure attachment? Can I put in the repair? Can I take ownership? Can I learn to communicate differently? Do I want to put the work in to create a different dynamic. And sometimes we do. And sometimes we don't. Sometimes the repair and the healing and learning a new way of being with someone where we had an old way of being that was comfortable. Sometimes we say that's too much work for me. And there's nothing wrong with that. The reality is you just have to be honest so that nobody gets hurt. 
And then the second part of that was you have to have no expectations. I'll always tell the women that I'm coaching, hey, we want to be really clear on our standards and then we want to have no expectations. This means we know what we want in a relationship, but we're going to release the expectations that this person is going to give it to us. And instead, we're going to collect the data as a love scientist and see if they are showing up in the way that we need. And then it's your job to communicate if expectations, sorry, if your standards are not being met. It's your job to communicate it. So clear on our standards, no expectations. And this is a really delicate balance, right? Because I just told you, you have to be super committed. You have to be willing to do the work. And at the same time, you can't have the expectation that it's going to work out. Um, Because that's a way. So if we have that expectation, it prevents us from seeing things in reality. Because the brain is saying, well, I want this to work no matter what. My expectation is this time is it. We are in, we are doing this, no more breaking up. I want it to work no matter what. If that's my mindset, I'm not going to be open to actually giving real feedback about how I feel. I'm not going to be able to be super clear on my standards because all I care about is that the relationship works, right? So so it's this delicate balance of, hey, you want to work, you want to show up and create secure attachment, while at the same time, you're having zero expectations and you're being super clear on your standards. Okay, so those are my three pieces of advice for what you should think about. Like I said, I can't give you specific advice. It is different for every single couple, for every single individual as to what would be best for them. I do want to say, though, that if you go through this framework and it's, hey, yeah, I do think that we can work through the reason why this ended. Remember, that was number one. So yes, I do feel that the conflict that caused the relationship to end, that we can work through it and come up with a different solution if the answer is yes. And y'all, you have to be honest. It's not what you want. It's what is in reality, okay? I should have said that at the very beginning. It's not what you want. We're going to hang out in reality because reality is a great place for great relationships, okay? So you have to be honest, number one, the reason why we broke up, can we work through it and have a different solution this time? And then the second piece, remember, was you have to be able to say, am I doing this from a place of scarcity? Am I trying to fill a need with a past relationship just because it's comfortable and I think it'll be easy? Is there a void? Is there a hole that gosh, it would just be so much easier to go to my ex instead of focus on the future. Remember, when you're in that emotional place of scarcity, you will focus on the past instead of your future. So you have to be super honest with yourself. Hey, is that where I'm at? Or 
am I in a place of abundance? And this is a person who's still in my life and who I could see a really great relationship with, but I'm not seeing them as my only option or my comfortable option or the only person who can make me feel a different way. If we're in that scarcity place, if we're in that I'm lonely, I'm sad place, we're not going to make a good decision. Okay. And then the third thing, remember, I was talking about two pieces. Are you committed to showing up? Can you say, I want to show up with this person and co-create a secure attachment to create a relationship dynamic different than we had in the past? And I also am going to have zero expectations and be clear on my standards. And I will show up and communicate for myself as things unfold in the relationship. So those were the three guiding principles. And hey, if you get great answers to all those things, and then you feel really good, this may be controversial, but I do believe, then give the relationship a chance if it's what you truly want. And and here's the thing, you should never be guilted. Like this has to be something that you actually want. And it can't be your ex that's making you feel like you should want it. You have to actually want it. And then I would advise you to go through that framework and be honest with yourself about the answers and then be willing to go in with zero expectations and see what happens. So I hope this was helpful. As I said, I get these questions a lot. So I love the idea of giving you a framework instead of trying to answer each individual question. It's like giving you a fish verse teaching you how to fish and learning how to fish is so much more helpful. Um, So the other question that I got was, how can you get past wondering why things ended? So this is part two of this episode. Okay, we're going to move into a different question. And the question is, how do you get past wondering why things have ended. Okay. This is good. I like this question. So, so many people come to me with this and they're really hung up on their breakup and they're just trying to figure out what they did wrong. Why did it end? Especially anxiously attached folks will really blame themselves when the relationship ends you're likely to take full responsibility when you have anxious attachment and you're trying to figure out, well, hey, what could have I done differently to prevent the breakup? Who who should have I been? How did I need to be? What did I do wrong? How could have I shown up differently? And you take all this personal responsibility when the reality is there are two people in any relationship dynamic. It is two people that create a breakup. It is never just one. So, so important to get out of the mindset of blaming yourself entirely, okay? We have to know a relationship is a living, breathing thing. It takes two people to start it. It takes two people to end it, okay? And I do have full episodes on breakups and the mindset to get through a breakup in a healthy way. So check those out. Um, But let's say you're continuing to focus on why did things end and you're just 
all consumed. It's ruminating thoughts all day long. Um, here's what I would want you to do. Okay. I would want you to really practice self-compassion because if you're stuck wondering these things, there's definitely pain. Your your brain is in denial, right? There's different stages of grieving. And essentially, when we go through a breakup, we're grieving. So your brain is in denial that the breakup happened and it's wanting to find a way to make it so that you can understand it or to have prevented it, to make it so that you could make it right and get back together. How many of us have gone through a breakup and you think, well, let me just text them this one thing and then that will be the game changer and they'll get it and we'll get back together. That's your brain in bargaining mode, right? You're trying to say, well, what can I do to change it? So when I talk about number one, you need to practice self-compassion We need to be able to practice self-compassion because we need to be in reality. We need to get to a place of acceptance that this breakup has, in fact, happened. Because likely if you're ruminating a ton, you're still in a place of denial or bargaining. You're, You're grieving, right? Which is totally fine. And what I want you to do is to actually intentionally grieve, intentionally make space for those thoughts. What most of us do is we want to move through it as fast as we can. We want to go about our days. We want to go out on another date as soon as possible and just forget about it. We don't make any space for grieving. And then the pain of the breakup comes out sideways and you're on a date with someone. And then all of a sudden you're having these ruminating thoughts about why did the last relationship end? So intentionally make space for the grieving and send yourself so much compassion as you do so, so that you can fully accept the reality that the relationship has ended, right? And then this is really helpful for me, and you may find it helpful as well, but really learning to trust that If it wasn't this relationship, it's something better. There's a reason why this dynamic didn't work out. And I can't see it clearly right now, but I know I will in the future, right? And for those of us who have been in that situation, we know it's true. We know that a lot of times in the moment you're going, well, how could this happen? Why did this happen? I can't believe it. And then down the road, you say, thank you, God, that I did not stay in that relationship. Thank you, God, that that person broke up with me. That was not the right relationship for me, right? I could give you all so many examples, but I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, do my ex-boyfriends listen to this podcast? Some of them might. Um, There are some that I'm on really great terms with who are lovely people who could listen to this and it would be totally fine. But then there are some where, oh my goodness, if they listened and I talked about them, it might not be great. So anyways, I won't go into detail, although I'm tempted to, 
Um, But I'm sure you all listening have plenty of examples where in the moment it felt so painful, but then a few years later, even a few months later, and you are so grateful that you did not stay in the relationship. So as soon as you can, you want to get in the mindset of, hey, this relationship ended because I needed to make space in my life for a better relationship for someone that I was more compatible with. And this relationship ending did that for me. So, and then what's so important is not rushing into a new relationship, but really saying, I'm going to create the space in my life for the relationship that I desire. And I will take my time and I will heal and I will grieve. And then I will go out and I will make space, right? And I will welcome in a relationship that's meant for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. I love talking about getting through a breakup, healing from a past relationship. Lord knows I've done that so many times. Um, If you're really ready to do this work and you really want to completely release the past and you want to welcome in a great relationship, you know that I have designed the Empowered Secure and loved program just for you. This program will take you through everything you need to release the past, rewire your brain for healthy love, step into the securely attached version of yourself, and then learn to enjoy dating, to communicate well, to work through conflict in a healthy way, to notice red flags, yellow yellow flags, green flags, to be able to pace emotional investment and to become that love scientist so that you can date in a way that brings you the relationship you've always wanted. So I designed this program because it's exactly what I needed in my 20s. So if this episode spoke to you, if you're really ready to do the work and you need that framework because so many of us lie to ourselves and say we can do it alone, but we can't, okay? So if you really need the support and now is the time you want to go head into spring and summer and be ready to date high quality partners, I would highly encourage you to apply to the program. The link is in my Instagram bio. It's also in the show notes. I would love to coach you and I want to personally invite you to take ownership and make this change today. There's a reason why you're listening. There's a reason why you're here. I don't believe that things happen on accident. There's a reason why everything happens. Um, And maybe you've been on the fence, you've been thinking about it. And now you're hearing me call you out and you know, okay, now is the time. So I'm speaking to you. Um, I don't want you to waste another second not having high self-worth and not being in a securely attached place. Life is too short to go through life in that way. All right, you know it. I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, 
Facebook and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.